Okay. All right. What's up, whores? What I'm not going to do this podcast is do ASMR and then mute the mic, because that's what happened. Uh, yeah, and I did not say anything about that in the description of the last podcast either. Yeah, so, so our apologies to the chef for the terrible audio. It was me. I, I fucked up. I was trying to show the ASMR, and then I muted my mic. Luckily, my screaming ASMR luckily did not get muted. No, it didn't. We heard that. <laughs> we, wow. we got to hear your scream ASMR. That is for sure. Exciting things. Yeah. For this episode. Yeah. So fun fact here in a little bit, you're going to see our first ever interview. We got to... The first ever guests. Yeah. We got to have a couple of my friends from the farming world of TikTok come on and talk with us. It is farmer Tyler Froberg and then Noah Young from the Shiloh Farms. Um, they are two people I met through the TikTok community. I love both of them. They are fantastic people, and Julie got to meet them, and we it, talked, and it was really fun, honestly. It was a good interview. Yeah. It was a good first guest experience. Oh, yeah, and they're just fun people. Like, I just genuinely really love yeah. both of them. They are fantastic. Great peeps. 10 out of 10 would recommend checking them out. They were really nice. Mm-hmm. Um I just love that Tyler always referred to you as best friend Julie. Best friend Julie. That's my new name. Yeah. What about you, best friend Julie? <laughs> that was the whole time. But we plan to have more guests as well, yes. more Zoom, and then hopefully some potential in person as well. Yes. But we're really excited. I would also like to be able to, I talked about it on TikTok last night. Okay. Being able to, instead of just have like a segment where there's guests Mm -hmm. be able to have the quality be good enough to have the guests there for the whole podcast oh yeah for sure i think that'd be super fun like then be able to be a part of the yeah yeah no i think that'd be really cool i think that would be good yeah i agree i was i popped in your live a little bit last night but i had a little bit of chaos because i thought i was gonna be a kitty grandma yeah because my cat was just acting a fool i have a barn cat named doja cat if you didn't know and literally she showed up to my house to my barn really and she is like a barn cat she's like a typical barn cat like she does not fuck with my dad my brother anybody else tries to go around her she ain't a fan she didn't want you to be around her but for some reason really fucks with me she chose me and so last night i was up at the barn working on my trailer and she kept coming to the door and normally she doesn't come to the door of the shop so i opened it and like let her come in but then she panicked like i'm talking full-blown kitty meltdown like she was running around she was doing that god-awful like like that real guttural one and hid under my trailer and I had to like finally coax her out and like show her that the door was open and she ran out but then she kept following me everywhere and then she followed me down and was like chilling on the porch and I'm like ah panic but she didn't have them last night she luckily went back up to the loft where there's plenty of lovely place for her to have kittens I'm hoping that she has them in the loft where there's all that nice straw but I can't she's gonna do what she wants right at the end of the day I'm sure she'll be fine regardless This probably is not her first rodeo. No, but I do plan on getting her fixed after this escapade because I just, I only want to have to take her to the vet once because obviously like, yes, she's very friendly with me, but that does not mean she wants to be it. She does not want to be an indoor cat. She made that very clear. And I have three high prey drive dogs. Like they let boo-boo bat them on the face, but they've also killed other cats. So like boo-boo has a pass for them, not other cats. 
And could you imagine bringing a blood alone barn cat half feral into a house with three wolves? Yeah, that probably would not work. And then one little cocker spaniel like, hi, my name's Drama. That would not work out. No. But. It would not work. I'm sure she'll be fine. Yeah, when you texted me, I was on live. And I said something about you texting me. And I was like, I can't tell anybody. I don't know if this is like a Patreon thing. And so I was texting you, figuring out for today, and then you had texted me and said, um, I think Doja is having her cats, like yeah. kittens. And I was like, oh, that's exciting. And then I, I didn't, I didn't want to say anything. I didn't yeah. want like, it to be a Patreon thing and then like spoil it. Um, also, I think it was Paige, um, who was in my live last night. She suggested that you pick my next hair color. And I told her no. Damn it. I got really excited. Let's <laughs> see. It took you 20 years to pick out your favorite color. I mean, yes. <laughs> but I explained to her um, that I couldn't have that happen. I couldn't let somebody else pick out my hair color. I understand that. And then Mandy was like, make it a Patreon thing. I was like, I'm, I'm not going to make it Lacey's Patreon thing to pick out my hair color. <laughs> Come on now. Easy there, killers. <laughs> Get out of here. Dude, I posted because I've just posted on TikTok to just kind of get some. I did open myself to opinions, so I'm not upset. But goddamn, there's a lot of kitty experts, mm-hmm. and they all were so contradictive because I assumed, like, similar to cattle, I'm like, she's going to want to be by herself, you know? And everyone's like, no, she chose you. You have to be out there with her right now. And people well, were I remember like, remember when Remy was getting ready to have her puppies and she was like, I got in the kitty pool with her? Mm hmm. And I just sat there with her? Yeah. Because but, that's what she needed. Yeah. And I'm like, guys, it's it, it, like, she has a coat. I don't. I can't just sleep on my porch now because she's... Lacey, te- hold on, I'll pull up the text messages because I told... Lacey texted me. I, tasted, I texted Lacey and told her that I edited down the Zoom call or whatever. It was about 40 minutes. I asked her what her schedule was like today so that we could film the beginning and the end. And she's like, I can do that. I think Doja might be having her kittens. I was like, oh shit. She said, she won't leave my side. She followed me to the house and won't leave the porch. I said, bring her in. She said, she won't come in. She was stressed when I did. I put her in the shop and she panicked. I said, guess you're sleeping on the porch. <laughs> like, I was like, uh. So luckily this morning, like, that's the first thing I did is I went and checked her and she was still normal. I Like, it doesn't feel like she has, like, milk under there. And then, like, I, you know, people said that she'll, like, leak is what they called it, which is, like, stringing and cattle. Mm-hmm. So I'm just, like, checking out her hooch. Like, I don't know. But we'll see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll see what happens. I've never birthed kittens. Me either. This is my first rodeo. I've birthed many a calves. I do know that more domesticated animals, well, not even traditionally domesticated animals, do like seek comfort. Yeah. Like dogs and cats. Yeah. Whether they're a feral barn cat or not. Yeah. When I was like, I, you want me to be a midwife? I don't know what to do. <laughs> we had a barn cat growing up that we only saw when she was about to give birth. Hmm. Because it wasn't our barn cat. Yeah. It was a house hopper cat. Yeah. And she just liked our barn to have her kittens. You know? So she would pop up. She would, you know, let you feed her for a week. And then finally she would, like, come talk to you for a day. Mm-hmm. Have kittens. Raise them up. Leave them. Leave them. <laughs> and then she was on her way. <laughs> I think she did that, like, two or three times. Nice. So. That's good quality shit. But. Oh, look at old T-Bird carrying her groceries in. Yep. Wow. I know. Speaking of domesticated. <laughs> Speaking of domesticated. Oh, there's Bob to help her. Uh, what a what a fine modern gentleman. What a distinguished gentleman. Getting my mom's pop addiction in there. He has three 24 packs. Of what? Mountain Dew and Pepsi. 
Your mom does not strike me as a Mountain Dew and Pepsi. I right? know, but my mom is a diehard Mountain Dew drinker. I mean, so is my husband. Well, no, he switched to Pepsi. Some bitch got him drinking Pepsi. <laughs> I almost said that when he was at my house or when you guys were here and he drank that Pepsi. I'm like, there's Mountain Dew in there too. Well, like my husband only drinks Mountain Dew. He's only ever drank Mountain Dew as long as we have been together. He'll drink other pop. Yeah. But like as far as keeping something like on hand, it's always Mountain Dew. Yeah. Like there's always a 24 pack of Mountain Dew in our garage. Yeah. And he's the only one that drinks it. And I asked him if he needed anything from the store yesterday. And he said, get me a 24 pack of Pepsi. And I was like, what bitch got you drinking Pepsi? <laughs> you acting classy now or something? He was like, I just kind of, I just wanted Pepsi. Just wanted to switch it up. Motherfucker drink Mountain Dew every day. Yeah. And now you want Pepsi. Who's this Pepsi bitch? Yeah, I was like, what bitch got you drinking Pepsi? Who's this Pepsi bitch? And he was like, I just wanted to change it up. And this is a switch up, change up, you know? Don't be a pussy. I stopped drinking pop for like the health reason. And now there's only like two pops that actually taste good to me anymore. Like Pepsi, don't really like it. Mountain Dew, don't like it. Um, I should say caffeinated pops. The only caffeinated pop I like is Barg's Red Cream Soda. And then non-caffeinated pops, I like root beer and Sprite. But that's like it. I can't do Sprite. I love Sprite. Too much too spicy i love to spicy too spicy i will say sometimes you drink a <laughs> mcdonald's spray and you feel like or sierra miss i can't remember i don't know which one they have Regardless, you go to another dimension you drink it and your whole brain turns into white noise <laughs> i like a pepsi every now and then i just i i think i do and then i'll get a fountain one and then i take one sip and i'm like mm-mm Pepsi is one of those pops that's better out of the can. In yeah. My opinion. Well, I don't even know which way I prefer it, but like, I just, I'm not a big pop drinker. Bark's Red Cream Soda, better out of the fountain. Yes. My badussy loves yeah. some good. Did you see that TikTok I sent you? This morning? No. Which one? Oh, the, the quesadilla. Yes. It's got cheese coming out of it. It's katussi. or something like that because it was a tortilla. <laughs> Her katussi. That was really funny. I don't drink a lot of pop. Most of my pop in tank is, um, Red Bull. Yeah. So. You get your caffeine other places, and I respect it. I have to have I don't know when this became a thing for me. Well, I mean, you do have a small child. Yeah, but, like, I just, I strictly drank water, and I did not do, like, caffeine, except I have a monster, like, here and there. And yeah. And then I was like, oh, my God, my heart's going to explode. Yeah. And now, like. Now Julie will, like, it'll be, like, 5 p.m., and she'll be like, you want to go get caffeine before we go back to the house? And I'm like, it's 5 p.m.? I drank a bang the other day at 4 p.m., that bang that I remember I we got back to my house it was four o'clock and I was like it's probably too late to drink this so I put it in the fridge and then the next day I drank it at 4 p.m. nice and Caleb got home and he was like I'm so tired I always want to go to bed and I was like like he got up at 4 30 that morning to go to work so yeah early and I was like I'm not going to bed for the next three days <laughs> like I don't even like drinking bang like during the day yeah because then I'm like, like I have to do so mm-hmm so I was just like... You were like, I'm going to rearrange the entire house while you sleep. <laughs> Are you down? I'm going to divide the atom. But I do, I'm a caffeine fiend now. I can handle it way better than I used to. Like, there was a time when I was, like, super sensitive to t- caffeine. But for the most part, like, I'm a tea bitch. I'm a very water bitch. And I then... some water. I'll, I'll, I'll spice it up occasionally Fuck with... Fuck Aquafina, though. Yeah. And Dasani. Deja Blue. 
My dad's favorite fucking water is Deja Blue. It's probably the construction thing. But I'm like, Dad, it's there's so many, so many better waters. There's so I'm a water many. snob, too. I'm not drinking spring water. I can drink any water, but I definitely, like, if I'm buying water at, like, a gas station, there's Perfect. definitely waters that I prefer. Perfect. I'm fucked up about the Dasani water because of the whole McDonald's Dasani, like, it's carbonated. Why is the water carbonated? Like, and they say it's not, but when you, like, twist it off, it goes, psh why and it bubbles yeah i have no idea dasani explain but i think it was because i vaped for so long and that was my thing shut the fuck up i'm sorry julie vape seven shut the fuck up <laughs> do not look that up i've vaped for so long and then i was like oh my god i'm vaping that's so bad for me let me just drink water all the time let me like even it out and now like i stopped vaping mm-hmm. so you picked up a caffeine addiction so I picked up a caffeine addiction and i'm like i don't know where it ends for me I have an addictive personality. What can I say? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I feel like... I have to do something. Caffeine might be better for you than nicotine. I don't really know. It's not the nicotine that's bad for you. It's all the other shit that they put in there. That's true. You know. I mean, nicotine used to be medicinal. Yeah. I I said coke. (laughs) I mean, I feel like everything is kind of like one of those, like, you know... There's always something worse. There's always something that's going to be bad for you. So it's, like, in moderation, like, obviously not, like, meth, but, like, everything in moderation is, like, okay. Like, it's not great yeah. for you. Like, I put sugar in this tea, but, like, fuck it. I don't care. Yeah. You know? But I think I think that's why I'm such a caffeine fiend. Like, I found something to replace my vape addiction. Nice. I respect it. My vape life. My vape life. Well, without further ado, I think we should probably go ahead and just yeah. let you guys see the little segment. Like I said, it's a lovely little interview. We just talk about a lot of different things. We talked about, you know, TikTok, but then building a business because they do have their own business that I am now an affiliate. If you want to get, they have coffees, Code Lacey, Code Lacey for 10% off. They have coffees, they have teas, they have um, olive oil, flour, and I believe they have some merchandise as well, like apparel wise. No, I was wearing it yes he was so just check it out and listen to my friends because they're really nice people and go follow them and support them it's 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 a it's about 40 minutes yeah we just they're just good people they're fun to talk to they were easy to talk to yes so check them out their links will be down below and we will be back with a little to finish her up we'll be back to finish you off (laughs) put a little bow on this bitch call today (laughs) oh yeah you're gone yeah. yeah, it just 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 doesn't like Julie on her. Well, it's because people. her heifer her sweatshirt blends right in. Ah! I went away. <laughs> okay, I think we're just gonna have to go with Great Wall. Yeah, this is gonna have to be a thing. You guys have your lovely backgrounds. I really respect it and appreciate them. Honestly, welcome. I really like it. You know, Noah's outstanding in his field. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> So we're going to go ahead and just get this started. Um, if there's anything you don't want to talk about, just don't worry about it. You can just, we're just going to keep it really light. I was just going to more ask about like you guys' TikTok careers and like going into, you know, turning that into a business and everything. Um, so it's nothing crazy. got my manager but- on the other line. So if there's anything that you guys want me to talk about, you can he'll just cut it at any point. <laughs> <laughs> but if you guys want to get started, you can either, you know, your mom has the demon is your awake. mom has made the demon mad. <laughs> There's a 10-month-old child that 11. is 11. Sorry, is she 11 now? I thought it was the 27th. In a couple days. Yeah, I'm still right. 
So she's, if you hear that, that's that child. But anyway, if you guys want to start, I don't care who goes first, but you guys can um, introduce yourselves a little bit and we'll go from there. Go ahead, Tyler. Oh, man. Howdy, everybody. I'm Tyler Froberg, also known as, why is she, why is she laughing at me? <laughs> she's laughing. Don't laugh. This is, this is serious. Okay. My name is Tyler Froberg, also known as Farmer Froberg on the vast World Wide Web. I do like vegetables and stuff. He eats them raw, right out of the ground, as you should. He'll just pick a flower up and just... So true story. And Noah, you'll, we'll, we'll get to you. Um, true story. We were all at the Alamo. And we gathered around uh, a type of hibiscus known as Turk's cap. It's all these TikTok creators. And I was like, ah, I'm going to prove a point here. And I just <laughs> picked one. All of a sudden, all these TikTok creators were eating Alamo flowers. Remember the Alamo. <laughs> Remember the Alamo. Yeah, and Noah, I completely forgot about that. Yeah. Yes. My name is Noah Young, also known as the Shiloh Farm. I live in central Nebraska. And the first time I met Tyler, he made me eat something right out of the ground. And he handed me this flower and said, taste this. It's, it's like a walk through the garden. And I couldn't get the taste out of my mouth for 15 minutes. I was able to grab a, <laughs> grab a carrot. That was my first experience with Tyler. But yes, uh, I'm a little hobby farmer in Nebraska. So we've got some mini cows some baby doll sheep, chickens, and I like to make TikToks about agriculture. Heck yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's actually how I got connected with you guys because Noah reached out to me actually and was like, hey, will you be in a video with some farm facts with friends? And I was like, heck yeah. And then he was like, also, this is a long shot, but we're having a meetup in San Antonio. <laughs> Would you like to be a part of it? And I'm like, that is a drive or a flight, but uh, keep me posted. And then I became friends with all these crazy farmer people. And I do have to say, you know, go ahead. I remember the day that Noah told me about you. I know that sounds crazy. It was a cold winter morning. And that was probably like 80 degrees. <laughs> so yeah, so it was 96 degrees. And uh, no, but for real, I remember he was like, hey, do you know Lacey Mevins? And I was like, no, he didn't really say nothing. But I, know. Like, I was like, <laughs> I was like, I, maybe he was like, no, 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 no. She like walks around with like this microphone and like jokes with her cows. And I was like, okay, I got to check this out. And as they say, the rest was history. <laughs> and here we are. So. Yeah. End of, end of, End of story. Sorry. End of story. That, that oh, was not a dramatic pause. My, my favorite. Oh, do you want to go ahead? Side of, yeah. My side of that was, I was like, dude, we're these tiny little fish swimming in this big pond. Let's, let's see if we can go after these big creators. So I was like texting people way above my pay grade, like Lacey Mevins. And it's like, there's no way this girl is ever going to even respond. And when you responded back, we were, I was, I was fangirling pretty hard. <laughs> And then can we fast forward though to the Kansas meetup and like not to get like super serious, but like um, the bonding that kind of took place, right? Of just like we've yeah. never met with each other before, and within like six hours, it's like this is old history. We're good here. 
Uh, they make tacos wrong, but other than that, they're good people. <laughs> White people talk at night. Yeah. <laughs> I feel it. Um, my favorite was the next, the, the morning we were all leaving, making breakfast with Noah because he had to measure out the milk with a single tablespoon. <laughs> And he was four tablespoons of milk. <laughs> he, you spilled something, and I remember you just looking at me and going, "You know what? I'm not even sorry." <laughs> and I don't know. Why, I thought that was the funniest thing in the entire planet because we were just like, we were trying to make do with the little bit that MCG had because, good lord, that woman lives a feral lifestyle, apparently. <laughs> and it would make sense. Not to harp on Minnie Cowgirl, it would make sense if she lived in like this thriving metropolis where she could get fast food every single night. She lives in a town with like four people. I don't know how you survive without measuring cups. <laughs> She's a fourth of the population. <laughs> it was insane. There's one set of measuring cups per four people. Yeah, apparently <laughs> she doesn't get ownership of them very She's often. Week, weekend we, we can't weekend. bake tonight guys we got to drive 12 and a half miles to the neighbor to borrow the measuring cup <laughs> i don't need a cup of flour i need your cup <laughs> <laughs> oh that's so funny so i want to know from myself but i think it would be really cool because i started a business from tiktok but you guys started it together so i'm kind of curious to see how that like how you guys decided like and conceptualized how to start your business and like how like what made you choose the route you guys went down so the things that had to happen for us to land where we did mm -hmm. i mean it's a universe thing yeah first off we and noah always likes to say this we didn't we had never actually met face to face before we decided and actually like launched good living I literally gave him my social security number over the phone to start this business before we even <laughs> met. Like, and I had to be like, hold up, before I do give this to you, like, you're not a criminal, right? And he's like, nah, nah. And I'm over there like, nah, nah I'm not a criminal. So, so the, the condensed version is, is that Noah and I are both entrepreneurial at heart. Mm -hmm. as most agriculturalists or anyone involved in the ag industry is. Oh, yeah. um, and so we could just kind of had this moment where it was like, okay, we've worked really hard and it is hard work to establish these accounts. Yeah. Right. Like it's a, y'all know it is so much work even to do a podcast like this. It's so much work. And so it's like, now that we've done that, like, what do you do with that? Like, where do you take it from here? You know, obviously people's appreciation for your content most days is enough. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But okay. like, how do we, how do we like try to really, really help the industry? How do we maybe financially, uh, financially, you know, benefit from, from what we do? And we, I cannot tell you the, I don't even know how many hours, 12 hour phone calls that we would have where like Noah is wrestling his trick chickens and I'm like in between turning a tractor off and turning it on so we can talk and just like brainstorming all these different things that we could have done and um, ultimately we had several things in common we were both really passionate about the ag industries and specifically food um, for me food is that one thing that every single human being on the planet has in common right it's 
a tale as old as time. We've, we've been breaking bread together since the beginning of time. It's the one thing that humans have always done together. And so it, it food is just so special to me. Mm-hmm. And so uh, when it was like, okay, no, it kind of feels the same way. And we kind of, we have these contacts across the country uh, for how to, to get food items and, and how to make things happen. And it's everything kind of fell into place. And I, I will say not to, not to drag on Noah and I complement each other very well. And it's why I think we're successful, not at everything we do, believe me, we've failed, <laughs> but we end up being successful at most things we do because we, we are just an extremely complimentary team, right? Um, you know, he, he's from Nebraska. I'm from Texas. We, so geographically. He cut out there, Tyler. He's frozen. He's frozen. He's frozen. We're great. I'm frozen. Frozen Froberg. Oh, he's back. Oh, oh dang. No, everything I said was just so good. You take it from here. <laughs> X that. Go ahead, Noah. <laughs> I will, I will add, when we were thinking about what to do with our, our following, yes, the appreciation from the followers is definitely enough, but from my standpoint, it was something that I wanted to continue to do was to create content and feeling like the best way to do that is to create a business out of my content. Oh, yeah. And so being able to do this full time eventually, which is what our goal is, Mm-hmm. would allow us to create more content for our followers so really it's, it's a win-win um, to try and be able to do to launch this business and do this full-time as creators I think is the ultimate goal but like Tyler said food and promoting agriculture were just things that we absolutely loved and so to be able to combine that with our following has been a really cool process to just expand our network and to get people interested in agriculture. Well, and as an outside person, I mean, I'm not completely outside because obviously I am friends with both of you and I have a lot of love for both of you, but your guys's business plan, first of all, I love because it's so out of the box because I feel like a lot of creators get a few hundred thousand followers and then they're like, okay, like, let me slap my face on a shirt and they, you know, that's what they sell. And I never wanted to do that myself. And so the fact that you guys took this idea of like, okay, like let's make a business, but you like made a whole ass business. Mm-hmm. Like, I hope you guys understand, like, that is so freaking cool. Like you just didn't go, oh, like, we'll just sell some like shirts, maybe some mugs or like, you know, some hats. Like you guys were like, no, we're going to make a whole brand and it's going to be huge and it's going to be dope. And I really honestly have respected that from the beginning because you guys literally have a whole company. Like you guys have a whole company and I hope that so you know how awesome that is. That what you just said, we said a million times, mm-hmm. like, look, we could just put some of our funny sayings and our handles on a shirt and we could call it a day, but it was like that. I know it didn't, that didn't pacify me. And I'm fairly certain that it did not pacify Noah. Yeah. Um, and it was like, no, like we both have a passion. We both have resources and like combined, we could really do this. Exactly. And I'll bring the, I'll bring the, it's not all sunshine and roses perspective, which was we thought, yeah, this will be a great business and we can get this off up and running. And then realizing about halfway in like no we're actually making a business this is 10 times harder than we thought it was going to be mm-hmm. and it's been a slow slow grind but we feel like it's set a foundation for us 
to really make this successful. And so it wasn't that quick, easy money that we were, you know, thinking it might be. It's more like now we're doing this the right way. And as an actual business, it's been kind of interesting to look back on realizing I probably wasn't thinking it was going to be this much work going into it. But now it's like, yeah, like I'm very proud of what we've built. Yeah. I yeah, I agree. No, 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 go ahead. I, I was just saying I agree. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, going back to what you said about like us ag kids being entrepreneurs, it really is true because I had the same mindset as Noah there because a lot of people never understood why I did a whole business instead of just partnering with a merch company and have them handle everything. I wanted to build a brand because I know that TikTok isn't permanent. There's, you know, it could be gone tomorrow, but I wanted to build something, a foundation. And then I brought my best friend in on it, you know, cause we've always wanted to start a podcast and she's a retired ag kid. She was a, we sound so old. I know she was a big e-haul back in our day. That's actually how we originally met was through FFA and Love it. You're, you're uh, never a retired ag kid. Oh There's no. no no, she's definitely not. No, I just wrangle children. Yeah. <laughs> she just wrangles so, a month old. I think that's one of the things. And actually, um, me and Korean corn farmer and um, uh, one other, I think mommy farmer, maybe we are all in this USA Today article that's coming out next month. And that was one of the things that I talked about in it is that the one of the threads that do thread a lot of us together is FFA mm-hmm. or 4-H. Like yeah. anytime we get to really talking to somebody nine out of 10 people um, were, you know, they, they wore the blue and gold corduroy as, as I did. And it's, yeah, it's, I don't know. I think that says, that says a lot about the national FFA organization and the good work that they do. I have like a opposite end of that story because I was not in FFA 4-H. Like my parents were both school teachers. So I didn't get to do any of that. And so I come from this place of like, man, I feel like I missed out on all this cool camaraderie where Mm -hmm. now I I have like more of a passion to get in it because I didn't grow up in it I'm like oh you guys don't understand what you have as as farm kids and so trying to to take that passion and show other people like myself you don't have to be in 4-H to love agriculture and and bringing two sides of a culture together from Tyler's ag background and my just random Nebraska kid background like there's so much that unites the country around farming that I don't think you have to come from one background in order to be passionate about it yep agreed this is actually the this is actually where the rubber duckies and circus peanuts and jelly beans come from so for anyone watching right now who doesn't follow Noah or I so a while back, I started making these really, they, they're a mental decompression for me mm-hmm. of like, just kind of taking it easy with my content and not having to be super serious all the time. Uh, but there is meaning behind them. And so in one of the videos, I'm a circus peanut farmer and another one, I'm a jelly bean farmer. And then with this picture, I was a rubber ducky farmer. And so the whole meaning behind those is A, take yourself seriously while not taking yourself seriously because all of these videos are like really seriously shot but but it's obviously a huge joke but most importantly the statement behind it is it doesn't matter what you grow or how you grow it as long as you're growing Mm -hmm. right that's kind of my and I think a lot of people probably miss that but that's my whole idea behind it exactly well and I just love having 
friends in the community who do that as well. Cause I know that when you look at my content on the surface level, you could think like, she's just a goof and like, she cusses like a sailor and she just talks to her cows. But at the end of the day, like I have a huge passion for agriculture and I love that people are now associating a cattle farm with farmer Lacey's cows and not just propaganda that's pushed by the media or what they thought in their head a cattle farm was like, I get to make that impact. And I love both of your contents for different reasons of, you know, Noah, you show that it's possible to have a hobby farmer and to be able to come from not that background, you know, you don't have to grow up a farm kid to be able to have your own farm. And then I have not, I did not even know there was enough vegetables in this world until Mr. Tyler, because he will grab something and be like, did you know this exists? Well, it does. (laughs) And I have no idea what 90% of it is, but I love learning about it. Well, and to your credit, Lacey, one, I think one of the things that you do really well is highlighting the fun side of farming. For too long, it's been kind of like, oh, nobody makes any money. And like the older generation, like my parents' generation, is telling kids, yeah, don't go back to the farm. Like when I was in college, I went to get my degree in ag business. I had many friends in college whose parents said, go like get your degree in banking or insurance or real estate because I don't want you to come back to this. This is not fun. And highlighting like it can be a lot of fun if you're doing it the right way and if you're making memories out of it. And like, I don't know, there's just a different approach to to showing the passion and Mm -hmm. joy of what you do. And I think that really comes through in your videos. You do an excellent job of that. I freaking love my ladies, man. I just want everyone to love my ladies. I have a, a, a round table spitball question for everybody. So, so let's start with Lacey. Lacey, what is the favorite video that you've ever made? Like what's your favorite video that you've ever put out? Um, I think my favorite video I've ever put out is probably um, the one where like the series that I'm, I'm kind of taking into a series, but when I get to film with snow and I get to like un- try to annoy her, it's some of my funnest content because she's just so goofy and like, she just lets whatever happen to her. And I think that it really just shows people not only the size of cattle, but the fact that their demeanors can be very docile. Now, not every cow is snow for sure, but those are always, I always die laughing when I'm filming and trying to put those videos together. <laughs> And best friend, Julie, even if it's not a video that y'all made, do you have a favorite podcast episode y'all have done? Or? Um, I think wait, this week's podcast is already out. So yeah, fine. I think the podcast we just filmed was a really good one. I really like that one too. I like the ones where we get um, real ranty. Yeah, I yeah. did. I did uh spoiler. I, well, I mean, this will be out after, it's, but yeah. if you haven't listened, I kind of, um, went off on the little western trotter house (laughs) (laughs) i kind of of, um uh, yeah she started it with i don't want to go on a tangent and then talked about it for 25 minutes (laughs) tangent of what i'm talking about here is like i know that they're trying to say like we're not trying to be country but like when you put the boots on and you put the hat on you're portraying to the whole society that you are an ag person whether you say you are or not and I would much rather my friends like Tyler and Noah be the ones portraying ag, being the faces behind it that are actually teaching about this industry and 
benefiting they're misrepresenting they're misrepresenting in my opinion and i'm I, I i don't need to get on that horse again because i already rode that we one. don't have the time but that was my biggest takeaway is just this is one of my biggest passions in life and i want it to be represented correctly to the internet and to young people so that was my two cents so julie Step got to hear off your soapbox. <laughs> best friend julie got the best of it yeah she got noah noah what's been your favorite video that you ever put out it's funny because my favorites never are the ones that do really well. Oh my god! Uh, yeah. I my favorite video that I've done is definitely the pepper flakes feeding the chicken. Not because it was my favorite to film, but just because of the response of it. Yeah. Um, watching people's stitches have just made me laugh, and so it's cool to see something that I created have a ripple effect through TikTok to be able to watch other people make great content out of it. It's it's just super rewarding. I've, I've really well, that video. even more history behind that video for anyone watching who doesn't know or listening. We then went and I made an exact replica word for word, scene for scene. Every cut scene was the same. Every text, the music. I made an exact replica of the red pepper flake video he's talking about and gave him no credit for it. And so then it started this war of Farmer Froberg stealing Shiloh Farms content. <laughs> that was hilarious. I'm going to go to your house when you're at home. I just go start, start filming now. with my cows. Yeah. Like it's, it's like, hey guys. <laughs> my cows. Lacey's been lying to you the whole time. They're mine. <laughs> well, Tyler, it goes back to you. What's your favorite video that you've ever filmed? Hmm. So this one's going to come out of left field, but my favorite video that I've ever filmed is my the, the cold weather in Texas where I zip my jacket up. <laughs> there are several reasons. The first reason, mind you, every video, like especially like the rubber ducky one and the circus peanut one, like I enjoy doing. But that video was the first like real, like trendy non-ag video that I ever did. Like all my other stuff had always been growing. And so I was like my first time to really step out of my comfort zone and do something non-farming related. Yeah. And it was my first video to ever hit over a million. Ooh. and it pushed me to a hundred thousand followers so it was just like everything that occurred was like i don't know it was the video that got me to drink the kool-aid let's put it that way yeah right yeah it was like you know and it was so much fun making it and like it still gets shared and it's still like you know it, it, it's it'll always be that video you know oh. I do have, I kind of am curious too then like for Noah if that one isn't yours Tyler too please add but like what was the video that blew you up initially like what was the video that kind of sent you into that like another roundtable event kind of thing of like yeah my first video to hit a million had not it, I started in July of 2020 okay and this video that I posted that went viral was in October and so I went what four months without like hitting a million views uh and so that was my first million view video and i had posted nothing but chicken content that entire time i posted one video where i showed people how they're opening pineapples wrong and that you're supposed to actually like peel it apart yeah and that video went 
like three million views or something. And I was like, oh, this is great, but nobody's following me because I just post chicken videos. <laughs> like nothing about food hacks or pineapple. But I've got this one video that did really well. So that one, it was kind of an interesting, like really cool moment. And then nothing happened afterwards because I was back to chicken classes. So my video, oh, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. No, 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 it was on me just telling you to if there was another oh. video. <laughs> So my video, my like first one, and it, it didn't hit a million. It only hit like 350,000, mm -hmm. but I gained like 40,000 followers from it very, very early. And I had made a video and honestly, it was the first, like the first time that I had put like a lot of work into putting it together and having different cut scenes and all this. It was, it was about sweet potatoes. We were just about to start our sweet potato harvest and I had just showed how we eat the potato leaf, the sweet potato leaf. We bunch them into greens and sell them at the market. And like, this is how we test to see if the sweet potatoes are ready. And like, this is what they look like. And this is how you cure them. And it, like I said, it only hit like 350,000 views, but I gained a ton of followers from it. Yeah. Um, and it was, that was the first time that I had mentioned in a video, like any type of gardening content any type of content where I was telling someone and if at home you could do it this way versus this is how we do it at the farm and yeah that so that that one was like definitely the first one where I was like oh people like want this yeah people like why this like a lot of people that say like oh what's the secret and how do you get to this point and it's like honestly what you have to look at is first finding something that you really enjoy making because you can't just make stuff that you really aren't passionate about you have to literally live breathe and eat this stuff if you're going to be doing it you know consistently um but cool. finding something that you're passionate about and then I'm trying to figure out how to like even word that find what you're passionate about and then just find ways that that actually relates to people. Cause you got to think about what you're creating from a viewer standpoint. And like, you may think it's funny, but if the majority of your friends are like, yeah, it's okay. Like, <laughs> I'm always bouncing videos off. I've got a ton of people that I'll text a video to, Hey, what do you think of this? What should I change? Because you've got to think about it from a viewer standpoint. And there really isn't a secret to the algorithm or like no. figuring these things out. It's just, post something that you love, make sure that other people want to see it and then post all the time. And eventually like, you'll get it to work. I, I fully believe that with TikTok, anybody can do it. If you, if you put your heart and soul into what you're creating. Yep. That time and energy. Yep. That is a big thing. Know that some will flop. Some <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Some are going to flop. And oh. you know, you're going to be on and then you're going to be off and yeah. then you're going to be on again and then you're going to be off and sometimes and that off will last and i don't know if, uh, if lacy's like all ptsd from this but i remember watching lacy's account when she was at 999,000, just being like oh she yes. did like a thousand more a thousand more and it was so slow and then once you hit a million it was like <laughs> you just took off <laughs> it was like what the heck For real. it was so weird it's like they didn't want do me to think, do you think that like mentally 
when once you hit that million you took a lot of pressure off and your content started to ease up a little bit and get back to normal yeah I think it was like just like hitting that milestone was just so I just wanted to and I think that's a big thing I always tell people is like I feel like when you worry about numbers, when you worry about likes, it affects your content because I feel like you're just trying too hard. But I think when you just try to take that breath and just be like, I'm doing this for fun. Like, remember that this is just something I genuinely enjoy doing. I think that's when I end up doing better. Like when I just in myself and like, I just put it all out there. I think that's when it's better versus when I get too worried and like too fixated on like likes or viewers. And that's why I always tell, like, that's my number one advice. If anyone ever asked me, I'm always like, don't look at your view count. Don't look at your likes, just create what you want to create and just have faith that something will happen hopefully for you. Well, and TikTok users are so incredibly good at finding real and authentic. Mm-hmm. Like Instagram is all about fake. Yeah. That's basically what the platform is all about. TikTok's the exact opposite. People are looking for authenticity. And so if you're posting content that is truly authentic, it doesn't matter really what you're doing. People are just attracted to that. And so just post something that's real. Yeah. And that'll start to that'll start to gain traction and you'll find your community um, of, of people. I just I love there's a lot that we could go into on tangents on what I don't like about TikTok, but I love <laughs> TikTok does a good job of helping you find your community through the algorithm too. You're just going to start to see those same type of people that you actually want to see. They exactly. do a good job of that. Once you follow them, you'll probably never see them again. But <laughs> you have to search we for us. Talking about that. Right yeah. You know, talking about the numbers thing, I've had to tell myself a lot over the last couple of weeks. And Noah and I, for those who don't know, Noah and I have daily conversations about content and and bouncing ideas off of each other, but like I on January 1st I started a new series called Farm of the Day and it was something I was really passionate about and I just wanted to be able to feature a brand new family farm every single day to talk about what they do and all this and the series has been a total flop like an absolute total flop and Noah and I had the conversation yesterday morning and he asked me he was like do you like making the videos and I was like I love making them and he's like then keep doing them yep keep doing them that's what I always say because I'm like at the end of the day like I know some I know like about like some videos that are going to do well versus some videos that aren't but at the end of the day I think that you are allowed to take that selfish moment of like I like this thing and even if other people may not want to see this I want to post it so I'm going to because it's your it's your channel at the end of the day it's your page, it's your content. So I don't think it's anything wrong to be like, I really like doing this. It's not the content that, you know, people love and it blows up, but I'm gonna post this one for me. And I don't think there's anything wrong. Yep. With Another round table question, starting yeah. with best friend, Julie, like what's your favorite, what's your favorite fruit or vegetable? My favorite fruit, strawberries. Miss Lacey. My favorite fruit slash vegetable. Um, I am a huge fan of green beans. I could eat. Giddy up! I could eat so many green beans. It's aggressive. She eats green beans by the quart jar. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but only like the green beans that I can out of our garden. I don't just eat any green beans. But I, I only eat my grandma's green beans. So yeah, of course, of course. Never eat green beans again. <laughs> I feel like that Noah. needs to be a TikTok. You need to go into Walmart with a can opener and just start just sit in the aisle. Just start eating cans. <laughs> 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 Walmart later. 
<laughs> we can do that. You can pay for them beforehand. I'm not suggesting you steal them. Yeah. But... I'm not, <laughs> not suggesting anything illegal here. Right, right. My favorite is definitely apples, which has been kind of exciting because I built a relationship with Katie Thornton, the apple queen on TikTok. And she is growing this apple variety called the sugar bee. And so we got this little cute sample box of four apple bee um, or sugar bee apples. And it was the best apple I'd ever had, which usually when people send you stuff, you, you do your cute little like Instagram post about it. And this one, I was like, no, I legitimately love these apples. <laughs> yeah. They have a store locator now. So I like find where they're at and I drove to Carney <laughs> to buy them. And they're so good. No. So shout out to Katie. Well, I think we might go ahead and wrap this need, interview up. Oh, wait. No one asked Tyler what his favorite food <gasps> Oh, my God. I almost forgot the king of vegetables. No, there's no answer to that. Yeah, he eats all. There is, there, there is no answer. <laughs> I'm just really impressed. But we just want to give you guys a second to, you know, plug all of your plug things. Uh, you know, we don't get that many listens, but we're working on it, okay? <laughs> so where can they this find you guys? The one that hits it. Yeah. <laughs> They can find uh, Good Living on Instagram. We do have a burner account. You mentioned, Lacey, the creative freedom of posting whatever you want. Tyler and I, a couple months ago, were like, we just need an account where we can post the videos that we know are going to be terrible on our pages, but we just want to make them for fun. So we made a burner account called Good Living. And it, normally for a business, that should be like your good account. It's just our like trash. We just post whatever <laughs> we want there. <laughs> terrible views terrible videos but we love it it's it's our creative outlet so we have good living there but um mine is the shiloh farm on instagram and tiktok nice tyler yep i am farmer froberg everywhere instagram tiktok twitter i even have a facebook group look at you uh, well and then our website is goodlivingcompany.com gotcha and I may or may not be an affiliate of Good Living Co. Because I yes. just out my form, finally. And what I, is your your customers can get 10% off? What is your code? I don't know yet. I just filled it out. I oh, just, you just filled I it just out. I just put in the code. It's just code Lacey. Oh, okay. It's Lacey. code Lacey. Unless you want to change it. We can, cha we can change it right now because this, this is going out. We better do it now. No, I like it. I like the simplicity Lacey. of Lacey. Code Lacey. I don't think use Lacey. Lacey's with an IE. So goodlivingcompany.com at checkout, use Lacey for 10% off your order. All orders over $40 get free shipping. Ooh, check that out. Are you sipping on some good living coffee right there? I am. I am. I am, of course, uh, partial to the Farmer Froberg Texas Pecan blend. Oh my God. Can you please tell me the one, the, the, the couple of your names? Cause the way that you described the one that's like, there's nothing like a tin roof, like that one. <laughs> so, so my sales pitch for our, for our tin roof, it's passion fruit and there's nothing more passionate about rain on a tin roof. So that's how we came. <laughs> Noah, when the, tin Noah, roof, when the tin roof gets to talking, that's, that's it. That's how <laughs> we, we seriously, oh we God. spent more time naming than we did test, te like taste it. testing. <laughs> what are we going to call this one? I love it because literally that was like, he went right into pitch mode. Cause I was like, oh, what's this tin roof? And he's like, it's called tin roof. Cause it's passion fruit. And there's nothing <laughs> passionate than rain on a tin roof. Oh, that's great marketing. Honestly. It was, I love it. It's the catchy stuff that gets to I, And I love everything about it. Well, and 
not to keep dragging everything out, but we did the same thing with our olive oils because we're like, well, we need these cute, clever names. And I was like, what if we just, we're trying to create this lifestyle brand. What if we just create characters? And so we decided like, let's just make an old Western town, good living name. So we started naming like our olive oil, the extra virgin was just the farmer. Cause we we're like, let's just give credit to the farmer. That's, that seems simple enough, right? We don't need anything cute, it's yeah. just a farmer. Yeah, sorry that we looked like we just got hit by a bomb. It's because Julie's demon spawn My is- child tried to Trojan horse the door. <laughs> <laughs> She's in her walker and she about busted. That's hilarious. I figured I was just going to keep powering through it because I was like, oh, do I, do I wait? We're Don't laughing. figure out what's going yeah. on. No, it's just, we literally heard poof and we're like, what the heck? <laughs> I just blocked it out. I'm a professional. I was like, I love that. You, you were in the scene. You were in the moment. Like speaking at its finest. Well, thank you all. Thank you all again for inviting us. Lacey, we love and adore you as always. Best friend, Julie. It was finally nice to meet you. I've really been enjoying the podcast. Thank you. Um, yeah, thank you all very much. <laughs> we're glad to have you guys. It was really fun to have you on here because I obviously really enjoy you guys. And I was trying to tell Julie, I'm like, you're going to like them. They're really great people. Like, I was like, you're going to love them. <laughs> but thank you guys for being on here for sure. You guys are officially the first guests on the Independent and Unsourced Podcast. Yes. Oh, I don't know if that's a flex or not. I guess we'll find out. <laughs> If we fi- if we make it big, you guys can be like, we were there first guest. We were, we there were first. the first one. <laughs> it was the farmer outstanding in his field and farmer Froberg and his ducks. That is right. <laughs> you guys are the best. All right. Are you guys ready to be finished off or what? <laughs> Do you like that, babe? <laughs> is this good for you? <laughs> How did you feel about the clip? I mean, clip. <laughs> Um, I will say I'm in a weird mood today because right before we filmed the podcast, I did film a story time of me getting fired. (laughs) So that'll be already up on my YouTube, but I was in like, I'm not in a bad mood, but like, I just, you know, I kind of got re-fired up about it. Why? Because it's still, it still kind of pisses me off, you know? Pop off, sis. Yeah. I'm not gonna, you know, you can go check that story time out. I said it a lot on my lives. Like, I've explained that story because the night I got fired, I literally came home and was like, um, hey, y'all, I'm unemployed. She texted me and she was like, I just got fired. I was like, oh, it's really cool. Because it was like out of the blue. Literally talked to my boss. He's like, yeah, you're doing great. Everything's fine. I'll talk to him. And then Friday comes in. He's like, actually, we're letting you go. And I was like, bitch. We're finishing you off. Yeah you're done and i was like okay um anything exciting going on in your life not really no i might finally get to go back to work yeah that is true you've had a heck of a week yeah no doubt just fucking craziness i had to go be an orphan in another salon today (laughs) i had to you're gonna have to start doing hair on the streets honestly on the corner honestly at this point dude I know. Ridiculous. Basically, Julie's works in a building and they decide. Go ahead. Hold on. The best way to describe it is Hillsboro is historic. Yes. Not like, it's so cool. It's just, it's really fucking old. Yeah. And so Lacey's dad um, told us 
that way back when the cheapest way to build stuff was to give it all the same support system yeah so they all have beams like all the buildings along the street have beams that just because like uptown hillsboro all the buildings touch them. each other yeah like they're all put together because that was the cheapest way to build another building was to yeah. just like if you think about it instead of building four or well instead of building three you only yeah, have to build cool. two yeah. so that's kind of why they did it but um a few years ago a building had fallen on its own like it was like, it was just old and yeah. not taken care of because it had been vacant for forever it was just oh my god the building fell yeah luckily and, no one was in it yeah, no one was no injured one was in it no one got hurt some cars got fucked up but that was it yeah um but when that building fell it fucked up the structure for the building next to it so that building had to be torn down as well so there had to be all kinds of inspections, things like and that. And then my dad did say that three buildings all the way to Classics or one more over, yeah. they had to be repaired. Yeah. Be in like a lot of in structural they integrity of brought structural back. Shit going on yeah. Because of the beams that run through the building. Exactly. And I didn't realize how many there were, but they're all still sticking out of our building. So mm -hmm. I got to count all those today. I think there's like six. Um, but when that when the other extra build when the extra buildings had to come down because they weren't structurally solid. And the reason that those buildings only had to be repaired was because the buildings lean to their left. If you're looking at them head on, they lean to the left. So the Most ones men that lean to, to the, the left. Right, yeah. <laughs> the ones that were to the right were just structurally, like they had to be reinforced. Yeah. Um, so they tore the other buildings down that were next to it. And then our building and the building next to us got checked out. Everything was fine. It was good. It was Gucci Gucci, all that stuff. Well, the two buildings next to us have been sitting vacant mm -hmm. for the last three years. Yes. So, they bought the lot. A person bought the lot. They're going to put a restaurant there or whatever. And originally, they weren't tearing down the buildings. Like, they wanted it to be a part of their big design or whatever. Mm -hmm. Incorporate historic Hillsborough or whatever. Yeah. And then, come to find out where those buildings had set and they didn't have the support or whatever, they... Had to be torn down as well. So, those buildings were touching our buildings. And as we know, this has all been one big domino effect. So, they told us that they were tearing those buildings down. And we were like, oh, shit. Yeah. Are we going to have a place to work? Because yeah. this building could very well come down on its own. Those buildings were built so long ago. Like, mm -hmm. the mortar is probably, like, there's no way you could even get away with doing that anymore. Dude, literally, Hillsborough's been around since, like, 1812. <laughs> um, the Underground Railroad runs underneath our salon. Yeah. Like, it's old yeah. and so like my dad used to he does mainly what he does now is he does all the preliminaries for home building so like he puts in foundations basements and all that jazz but my dad for a while did a lot of demolitions because he has all the equipment and so we've like i've been asking dad for julie because i'm like you know would you feel comfortable demoing a building that was literally touching and leaning on other buildings where there's jobs like people that work and he was like no <laughs> Well, they had it all set up, and we were only supposed to be out of the salon for two days, and then we ended up... What day is it now? Five? Um, today is... Because Saturday, Wednesday. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, it's yeah, day five. It's five days instead of two days. Um, not mad about it at all. Just, um, just to completely put her out of work for five days. Yeah, it's totally fine. It's totally but normal, especially a Saturday that's her busiest that day. Lost. Um, and... Today, I only had one client, but she's a very nice, sweet client. Wednesdays are the only days that she can come in. So I had to text another lady that has a salon in town and be like, do you care if I come do hair in your shop today? And she was like, no, that's fine. Of course. Come on. And so I went and I did hair and she was very nice. Um, 
shouts out to her yeah every time i've been in there she's always been very nice yeah so um hopefully we'll be able to get back in there the owners went in today and did the inspect like the walkthrough inspection with the city inspector um and there's like a half inch of dust covering everything yeah which doesn't make me feel that great Mm-mm. um one because that's a bitch to clean up like oh any yeah kind of construction renovation dust is just a bitch yeah but also where did that dust come from yeah the, there's a pandora's box that got opened up somewhere <laughs> the, the bitch is already haunted yeah listen i'm being serious you're gonna take some titty crystals from me we're gonna take some sage i'm gonna yeah we're gonna we're I gonna get it. that bitch okay because uh, like i said i am a realistic holistic your girl believes in that kind of shit and i do like to keep things cleansed and whatnot yeah that shop needs cleansed for sure yeah you can take that big ass crystal right Some there of the demons that work there could probably go too <laughs> that's the tape <laughs> but um yeah so my week has just been um really great i had to move all my stuff out of the salon i've been in that salon for three years that's a lot of stuff i had to move all that stuff out just in case the building fell well and she's booth rent so like she has all her own color and yeah. everything too like it's not like the so, supp- like the salon supply stuff like she has to keep all her own shit they were like go ahead and move all your stuff out just in case I'm like, just in case fucking what <laughs> the whole building comes down just in case fucking what yeah so i moved all my shit out and then i had to pack some shit up today to go do hair for one client which like i said i totally could have canceled her if i wanted to but she's just a nice lady and she didn't deserve that respect so um now i have to take that stuff back home and then tonight i have to load all my stuff back up in my car in hopes that they have it cleaned and good for me to go put my stuff back in tomorrow even though i don't work tomorrow so that you can work friday so that i can work friday well if you want obviously you know my mom is waving at us like she's a child hi mom <laughs> are you coming on the podcast no, I can say hi. okay do you want to make a qu- real quick cameo <laughs> Okay. Okay. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs> but like I was getting ready to say, if you want Thursday, obviously I can come help you. I will say I am not claiming to be like a medium or like some kind of crazy energy person, but like I do feel like I am a little bit more sensitive to that world. And let me tell you, I came with Julie. What day was that? Friday? Yeah, it was Friday because then they were mad because they started early. Yeah, they started deconstruction fucking early. Yeah. And so like when i tell you because like it's julie salon this business i don't want to name the business just in case for anything but it it its main like customer is old okay they sell old people accessories okay just straight up and then it's the two buildings and so we're i'm i'm parked like in julie's car because the baby was in the back so that julie could run in and get the rest of her stuff and when i tell you i almost had a panic attack because all of the overwhelming like emotion and feeling i had because like i'm sitting there i can hear the building crunching and then i am looking and i see people inside of the building attached to it and i'm like julie we gotta go i hate this energy i don't want you in that building and julie's yeah. like okay <laughs> i told Lacey, i was like listen everybody who works in here has pretty passive husbands so if anything happens to us i need you to gather all the husbands and make sure we sue the pants off the city and i was like okay say less i have don't to worry about the fact that i'm dead worry about getting my husband that coin okay, okay. wrangle up the husbands yeah. smack them around <laughs> let them know that we got to do some shit but hopefully we can get back in there tomorrow i hope so I for your sake i hope that the owners are cleaning the salon and i'm not gonna be expected to do that I had, yeah, I don't blame you. I'm not fucking doing that yeah i wouldn't want to either because like you said that is a bitch to clean yeah. 
God, that's so annoying because it just sticks. Because that's how like dust and stuff is in an old farmhouse. Like our house is um, old. And so like you never, like the house is never fully clean. Mm-hmm. And like, I, like people have been in my house. You can see the office, like our house is clean. But like what I mean is there's just always this like, kind of like deconstructing rubble that is in an old house like i just i don't know how to explain it if you live in an older house or you've been in older buildings there's just a point to where you accept that there's going to be a little bit of dust there's dust in this house it's probably been here since the house was built yeah like you just kind of live with it you can't you can't get it you can't escape it okay these walls are not normal like drywall they're plaster walls so like when you try to put a nail in it just it crumbles so it's it's really nice it's really cute this is all decently newer construction but like this is the original mantle and fireplace it's just been painted obviously but yeah it's i mean she's she's not young okay but my house is younger than the buildings in hillsborough which tells you a lot my house has three cellars why do you need that many cellars people three separate cellars too we can only access one another war literally three cellars in this house and you can only really now because we closed it up it used to <laughs> my uncle mark fell through the floor because there's a cellar under this part and that part and then there's the other cellar that's under the house house and it used to just be like a straight up like door that you'd open and there was a sketchy ass little stairway but while he was on the stairs they broke that's how a lot of cellars are yeah my grandparents have a detached cellar oh so you have to go outside and then it's like there's like a little hill mm-hmm. in their backyard mm-hmm. and you open it there's like a concrete wall on the side of this hill and you open the door and then there's little bitty steps and you walk like what feels like 40 feet down into the ground and there's a little pull string with the light on it yep that's kind of how our one cellar that we actually can get in we've never really had to do anything in there like it's not a cool set it's creepy okay literally my mom yeah my mom literally keeps our taxes down there (laughs) And one time I was coming back up the stairs and I made eye contact with a rat the size of a cat. And I told my dad, I was like, I don't even know if there's traps. Like, we have to get a live trap at this point. Like, that motherfucker struggled to get onto the rafter to run away from me because he was that chonky. And I was just like... Another perk of living in an old house. Yeah. Not fun. I love my house, but, like, you just have to accept that there are just... There are corpses. Things in a farmhouse that just make sense. It's always cold. Rats the size of cats. Zella mula pizza pie. I thought about doing that for things in my TTC house that just makes sense. Thank God. Fostered child. <laughs> Thank God there's never been rats in the house. Yeah. We've had some mice. Mice come in when it's cold, okay? They just do. And when you have an old farmhouse that has little cracks and nooks and crannies, they come in the house. We take care of them. No big deal. But we've never had rats, thank God, in the house. Because we have rats in the house, and I'm moving in with you. Mr. Beast. Me and T-Babe are getting bunk beds. Tweeted last night, and he was like, there was a spider in my bed, and I just lost all desire to sleep for the rest of my life. And I was <laughs> like, that would be me. I would never be able to get into a bed ever again. It's not fun. Critters are just like, why? Like, some of them are just this like... This is my space. Yes. You have the whole world outside. You can thrive out there. Yeah. You can't thrive in here. No. What are you going to eat in here? I'm going to fucking kill you in here. What? I was just seeing I was just seeing what my phone went off for, making sure, you know making sure another parent doesn't need me since my mom likes to tap on the glass like we're a fish. I mean we were talking about mice, so I didn't know if you like saw one. Oh no. You're you're safe. For right now. I'm just kidding. Um the building so our building is one big building and it's like separated by a staircase. 
Mm-hmm. So like there's building, building, there's a staircase that goes up and then there's an upstairs to both of the buildings. Mm-hmm. It's all connected. It's all the same building. It's just separated by walls basically. Um, and the business next to us has snakes. And I'm like, well, that explains why we did not have a rat problem last year or a mice problem last year. Oh my God. Literally when you, like, I am not afraid of snakes. Like if somebody was like, Hey, I have a pet snake. Would you like to come like see it? I will. Like I used to, uh, water my brother's snake when he had one for him. I don't need surprise guests. But that's what I'm saying. The element of surprise. Like when you told me that they had snakes that were literally falling through the ceiling, I was like, do you understand how quick I would have to fucking leave the state? If I was literally at my place of work and a snake fell from the fucking ceiling. Yeah. Are you shitting my dick right now? There is, I would rather a robber come in and have me at gunpoint. (laughs) I'd be less surprised by that. Yeah. Yeah. Because like. The lady said that they had snake fall from like, just boop. And it's like you said, it's one of the things about having an old building. Yeah. We've never fucking knock on. We've never had snake problem. I had to knock on wood for that one because I tell you what. I tell you who. I'd rather have snakes than mice. No, my because they're not poison. They're not like you know. We're not in fucking Australia where it's just like, oh, there's a king cobra just fell out of the ceiling. Yeah, let me be concerned about that. Yeah, like most time, it's probably gonna be like a gardener or a black snake, and they are harmless. And like I said, if I see them out in nature, I'm fine. Believe me, they're probably more scared that they just fell out of the ceiling. They probably think they got sent to another dimension. Yeah, than you are by the snake falling out of the ceiling. But like, who do you call? Ghostbusters. Like, who takes care of a snake in, like problem? Like Because, like, pest control, like, Orkin, I don't think they cover... Probably ODNR. Hey, group chat, I'm fucking busy. <laughs> I would assume that was be who you call as ODNR. Who's ODNR? High Department of Natural Resource. Oh. Got you it. should know who ODNR is. I know who ODA is, Ohio Department of Agriculture, because that's where Reba's rumen is. <laughs> All right. There's too many acronyms in this world. Yeah, well, there's ODOT, ODNR, ODNA, ODEA. Mm-hmm. Um, DNA and RNA. Yeah. That's biology. NRA. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the Department of Natural Resources is the one that, like, controls waterways and stuff like that. Oh. Um, yeah, but, like, I feel like that's when you need, like, the fucking... What was his name? Tur- Turtle Man. That's when you need, like, a redneck <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> that's when you need a redneck motherfucker. He's from the same place that my dad is from. <laughs> I think, but like seriously, like we need, <laughs> we need just like a redneck motherfucker to be like, I have snakes in my office, and in then they would, my booty. and they just be like, all right, and he just shows up in like a cutoff and a fucking hat with the little fish hook on it, and he's just yeah. like, all right, I'm here to take care of snakes. Is he the cable guy or is he the turtle man? Because the turtle man, let me tell you, he had subtitles for his whole show. Yeah, and <laughs> I would <laughs> have been that person that had to transcribe. They're just listening at show. three a.m., losing their fucking mind. <laughs> what did he say? No, he would always wear wife beaters, and that was it. No, nothing else. And he he was the definition of hill people. Yeah. Well, literally, he his whole living was just you got a critter, I'll come get it. <laughs> this is his entire life. He just they'd be like, I have a possum. He's like, I got it. I love possums. Yeah, and then he just go get it. Like that was the whole job. I'm very calm about it. I don't think I'd be that calm about it. No, but we need one. A possum? No, a crazy redneck a to come get getter. critters. A critter getter. Critter, critter getter. I'll get fuzzy critters. I'm sure I could find one. I'm always down to get a fuzzy critter. Mice? It's the naked ones I don't like. Mice? I'm not afraid of mice or rats. You're going to grab a possum? I'd grab a possum by his little tail. Not a skunk. They don't like that. I know, but like, I don't want to grab him by his... I don't want to get bit. You know possums only play possum when they get hit? 
Like, possums don't just see you coming and be like, they don't do that. I don't know. They, I, no, I'm telling you. I, I, I believe you. I've lived you. my whole life thinking that a possum will just see a person. Yeah. And then play dead. You yeah. Know, like, that's my defense mechanism. The uh-huh. going to eat me if I'm already dead. Yeah. Right? Because, you know, natural thought of, like, I don't know, a wolf is like, oh, there's something wrong with that animal and naturally died. Yeah. But, no. You have to, they have to be forcefully... Like, it's not like a fainting goat where you can make a loud noise. Mm. I didn't know that. And a fainting goat I just faint. love seeing a possum, like a just hard-working possum mom with all her little possum babies on top of her, and they're just, like, hanging on. I don't on know while. who the possum dad is, honestly. Dude, that's what, like, Doja? Who's the dad? Who's, who's, who's paying for all these spays and neuters? Sir, you got her knocked up. Where's the child support? He probably was a child without a dad, so. Give it to me. You just live in a cycle. But yeah, possums only play possum when they're hit. Wow. Yeah. You learn something they new have every to day. Forced into playing possum. Also, did you know that when fainting goats faint, they're having a heart attack? That's why people are always like, you should get fainting goats. I'm like, no, because my dumb ass would think it was funny and then I would end up harming them. My mom, they used to have fainting goats and she would come home every day from school and lay on the horn. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> they would fall over. But like, yeah, they have like, it's. It's a heart defect. So, like, every time you do it, you take, like, 10 years off their life. <laughs> Which, like, they only start with 10. <laughs> they don't live that long because of, yeah. But every time, every time a fainting of faith, it's like a mini heart attack. Why do we do that? For our own entertainment? Because I feel like we should end that certain who, genetics. Who, yeah. Like, I feel like we shouldn't continue that. Obviously, things can go extinct. Yeah. I think that breed of goat would be okay because we're literally just letting it live in constant stress. I do that. It's You're not fun. Goat. I know. I was like, I, I don't want to put that on another animal. A spirit animal. A fainting goat. <laughs> a spirit animal. When is the year of the fainting goat? That's when I thought. <laughs> Dude, if you go by your Chinese thing, I'm literally the rat. That's my Chinese year. That's okay. I was listening to it. Which you are too because we're both 96. Yeah. I was listening. That would make sense about a lot of people I know. Rats. Um, I was listening to a Cincinnati radio station today, and um, if you don't know, the Bengals are obviously surprisingly doing really well this year. Because Joe Burrow. Yeah. And Joe Burrow so, only. This lady called in, and she's like, I have a theory. And I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. Probably Trump. She's like, listen, the Chinese New Year starts on February 1st. It is the year of the tiger. Oh, my God. <laughs> the Super Bowl is February 13th. I don't think that's a coincidence. We're going to the Super Bowl. We're winning it, baby. And I was like, oh, my God. This lady just used the fucking Chinese calendar to logically put together a reason why the Bengals are finally going to win I'm the just Super glad Bowl. that she didn't say anything racist, honestly. It was a country station, so there was a possibility. Yeah, exactly. Like, but I'm just glad that it wasn't mean. I was like, oh, my God. Like, how do you... How? How? Why? Dude. You better hope they fucking win now. Yeah, you just put that out there. Everyone's going to blame you. <laughs> Everyone does have a watt for Joe Burrow right now, though. Even I do, and I don't like the Bengals. I'm a Steelers fan, and I like Joe Burrow. I don't give a shit about football. I, I tell don't. people that I'm a Steelers fan because... Your husband. It, well, that, and it's opposing to what majority of the people around me yeah. like. And I cannot know anything about something and still talk shit about it. I love that. Enough to cause a problem. Yeah. And I really thrive off of that. I've literally been a Steelers fan since I was really young because my my whole family except my sister is Steelers fans. And I really do genuinely like the team. I really wish that Ben would have retired years ago because someone else needs to just step up and be a quarterback that's not a problematic person. But I just, I like Joe Burrow. I like his energy. I like, I like what he brings to the table. And I'm like over here like a small little, 
who day <laughs> like just a little one just like that's great <laughs> but yeah Cincinnati's really shocking all the people this year dude I know good for them I know honestly I don't give been... two fucks about professional sports <laughs> I like baseball yeah I watch professional baseball <laughs> at least he doesn't like baseball I'd rather watch paint dry which I don't understand I do not understand. I'll go to a live game and drink beer, but I do not want to watch it on... If it's on the TV, I will throw a fit. My love for professional baseball came from watching highlight reels of the best MLB bench-clearing fights. And let me fucking tell you. People that don't like Joey Votto because he likes to fight people... I love Joey Votto because he likes to fight people. (laughs) Because my favorite... I I guarantee you you could pull up 10 of the best MLB bench-clearing fights. Mm -hmm. And... Out of the ten, probably a solid five could be just Joey Votto. <laughs> because you come down that first baseline wrong, that motherfucker's taking you out for no fucking reason. <laughs> cannot look at him sideways. Also, there's some MLB players that are really fucking hot. Chris Bryant, I'm talking to you. There are some fine-looking men, okay? I'm and a baseball, Cubs fan. Baseball pants do be doing something to y'all. I, I, was, a, I was a Cubs fan until Anthony Rizzo and Chris Bryant got traded. And Sorry. My heart goes where they go. <laughs> I follow them. Not the team. MLB players are also just really funny. NBA players do not have personalities. I said what I said. NFL players, too many concussions. You Except like Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. I do love me some Baker Mayfield. I think that motherfucker is very funny. Yeah. I could not tell you how he plays football. He's pretty good. That's he's good. a little too cocky sometimes, but he's pretty good. Oh, he's five foot tall well and he's in his he's er, he's a younger uh quarterback like joe burrow but joe burrow isn't very cocky which i like like he's very that's true he could be well because yeah he the first place he goes to is the fucking cincinnati Bengals. could you imagine no i'm all excited for draft day (laughs) and then the Bengals like we want you we haven't seen a playoff in 34 years you know he was sitting there like please let it be the pretty boy from lsu (laughs) please don't let it be me (laughs) and it wasn't yep but you know, he makes way more than he me. He got sent back to Ohio, which he was said he was happy about. Yeah, and like I said, I he, don't know why you'd be happy about that. He's he makes more than we probably will in our entire life oh, in one year. One hundred percent. So you know, one hundred percent. Can't be mad. Get that coin, Queen. Yeah, go ahead. Get that bag. Pop it's... off, Queen. I won't be going to any football games. Though. Mm, probably not. Um, but anyway. Yeah. We hope you enjoyed our good living. Yes, please our go follow living. my friends. They are such great people. I love them. Um, their links will be down below. Yes, check them out. If you want to use code Lacey, you can. I will have that in my link tree. Yep. But, but just check them out. They're good people. Let us know how you feel about the format. How yeah. How you feel about the guests. And it's, we have a vast different shoot. Like, we don't have just farmers that are going to be on the podcast. Yeah, it was just coincidental. The easiest ones to get were the ones that Lacey already knew. Yeah, it was easier just to get my friends versus. It was also really nice to have someone that we could test it out on that um, also didn't. They're very good with the yeah. flow. Like, they were. Not, yeah. Yeah. We don't want the first time we meet someone to be like, we have no fucking Robert idea what we're doing. Just hung up with a shoe, a boot. Yeah, an old work boot. <laughs> So we love it. It's fine. <laughs> but um Yeah, all our links will be down below as well yep. if you want to follow us anywhere else. But other than that, we'll we'll talk to y'all next week. Yep. All right. Bye. Bye y'all. <laughs>